Humans, 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 we've done it again. We've made it to another Friday or the weekend or whenever it is you listen to the Sydney Hollis Show. Now, we've passed through the 4th of July, the anniversary of the great American experiment. Watched some fireworks on the 4th of July, of course, at night. Of course, you know, sometimes I say I dislike fireworks. I enjoyed them this year. I enjoyed them this year. And, you know, I just... I was with a friend of mine. And we were saying, you know, it just sucks that you have to, like, usually work the day after the 4th of July. Now, of course, oh, one holiday is not enough. But it's like... Oh, yeah, the 4th of July is the 4th of July all day long, of course. And, you know, me, I wore red, white, and blue all weekend. But it has a New Year's Eve feel that I don't, that I don't think we address enough. That's like, oh, yeah, there's this whole other segment to the, to the day. You know, of course, there's the grilling out, the patriotism. Maybe your town has a parade. But then there's this whole other segment of the day that's, you know, the fireworks. And, of course, it gets dark late in the summer. So the fireworks can't start early. They started in New York City at 9.25 p.m. And so just like, hey, who wants to rush to bed? Who wants to rush off to bed? Uh, so it... it... It needs to be said, we need the fifth off, or we need to start taking the fifth off. If you're really going to sink your teeth into the fireworks and, 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 you know, see, I mean, the rocket's red glare. I mean, I felt like Francis Scott Key watching these explosions in the sky. In the back of my mind, I'm like, gosh, darn it. I've got to go to work in the morning now. I did one of those things that I'm famous for doing where I'm like, no, 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 no. If I go to bed early, they, they being my job, they win. They're not getting one second of my weekend from me. I'll show them. And I stayed up extremely late and enjoyed a few more beverages and a few more puffs. And, you know, <laughs> felt, felt pretty rotten. Felt pretty sluggish on the day after the 4th of July. Now, it's a summer, it's a week in the summer, it's a day after a big holiday. The pace of business was slow. But still. <sighs> anyway, humans, why did we tune in today? Why did we tune in today? The audio, the audio summer movie costume contest now of course that means right now we're at a mixer we're at a mixer at the hideaway at hideaway bluffs beach club here we are we're all there we're all there some of us are dressed up not all of us i'd like to believe that there's some people that are dressed up they just didn't call in you know, they're wallflowers, but they did dress up. And I, I bet some people didn't even dress up, but that's fine. That's fine. But some people called it in. Some people participated. 
And uh, so here we are. You know, we're at Hideaway Bluffs Beach Club. Oh, it's a beautiful night. The tiki torches are going. Cold beer is everywhere. Wine. You know, not quite my speed, but I know some people enjoy them. There's there's some White Claws, some Trulies out there. And of course, you know, name your craft brewery of choice that now makes seltzers. So here we are. So humans, I'm going to start us off. I'm going to start us off at this little mixer. And I'm going to say, well, what character would I be in a summer movie? I will tell you. Matt Hooper. Matt Hooper from Jaws. Jaws, not Jaws 2, not Jaws 3, not Jaws the Revenge, Jaws. And we water our lives down. <clears throat> we water our lives down. Speaking of water, let me have a sip. We water our lives down with these sequels. But not me. <laughs> I'm not going as someone from another Jaws. I am Matt Hooper. As played by a young Richard Dreyfus. And, okay, Sid, well, what scene? What outfit? Now, I was really torn, humans. I was really torn. And this is what I've gone. I'll tell you what I'm not. And then I'll tell you what I am. I was really thinking about being Matt Hooper uh, from the beginning of the movie. Let's say first half hour-ish. Where he's, you know, this ocean guy who showed up in the little town of Amity. And he's doing an autopsy and, uh, you know, bite analysis on the female swimmer who was partially consumed at the very opening scene of the movie. And so we're pretty new to Matt Hooper at this point in the film. And of course, you know, he's got his, like, calm, kind of friendly side, inquisitive side. And then he's got his, like, very serious, you know, very... This, everything matters right now. I'm talking serious. <clears throat> and so he starts doing this, you know, autopsy. And, he <laughs> and so he's got a, he's got a gray crew neck, gray crew neck, typical gray sweatshirt. And he's got his round glasses. They're like, uh, you know, brass or kind of gold in color, kind of roundish. And they, very important for Matt Hooper. The back of the glasses are those kind where they reach all the way behind the ear and they're a little bit flexible. They really grab the back of the ear. That's, you know, Dreyfus does great prop work with those in the film. But what's the real kicker in this scene is he puts on this little earpiece with a microphone. And it's not too big. It's not too intrusive. And then it's a wire. And then it goes down to a, for, for today's standards, a gigantic tape recorder that's like attached to his belt. <laughs> the way tape recorders used to have big buttons that were probably about an inch wide. And then you have, of course, had the spot for the cassette. 
And then there was, you know, also a speaker so you could play it off of the machine if you needed to. So I was thinking I would be that, humans. Because uh, that tape recorder would be really fun to be walking around with here all night here at the mixer here at Highway Bluffs Beach Club. But I instead decided to go with one of my favorite scenes in this movie, which is they're out trying to catch the shark. Quint, Matt Hooper, and the chief of police. And, you know, they've, they've set sail. The chief has said goodbye to his wife. And they're all sitting around. And Matt Hooper and Quint start telling each other uh, old war stories about, you know, close calls or little bites or rashes they've gotten from uh, sharks. <laughs> and, of course, Matt Hooper, played by Richard Dreyfus, makes a joke. He's like, oh... I'll, I'll tell you the worst the worst scar I've got. Oh, that's right. They're comparing scars. I'll tell you the worst scar I've got. <laughs> and then he points right to his heart and says a girl that he was once in love with or had a crush on or something. Just great. And this scene also sticks out to me because they are drinking alcohol out of coffee cups. Out of mugs, which is something, you know, we like to do around here. We call it lighthouse keepering, in my case, lighthouse keepering a beer or lighthouse keepering a drink. There's just something fun about drinking an alcoholic beverage out of a coffee cup. You know what I mean? So in this scene, Matt Hooper is lighthouse keepering his booze. And so is Quint. And so is the chief, I would assume. I can't recall off the top of my head. So that's my costume. Now, humans, what's what's Dreyfus dressed like in this scene? Well, he's wearing like a kind of like faded red, sort of like a one of those Henleys, you know, a Henley, like a collarless shirt. It still has buttons uh, down the front. And I, I hesitate to call it pink because it almost looks like it's like red fabric and uh, white fabric, kind of like, you know, we woven together. So it gives off like a pink. But if you were to get closer, you'd probably see the individual lighter reds and then white. And he wears, I noticed this, he wears a ring on his wedding ring finger, but it kind of looks like a class ring. Well, humans, I, I have a class ring. So I'm wearing my class ring right now here at the hideaway mixer. And he's got a wristwatch. And uh, he's no glasses in this scene. I don't know if they're on the table uh, or what, but he's very, he's relaxed. So, you know, I've got the glasses on my person to complete the look. But I think they're not on as part of the scene. But, of course, we know those glasses have to have the little things that, that go all the way around the back of the ear that are sort of bendy, sort of malleable. So that's me, humans. That's my submission for summer movie character here in the audio summer movie costume contest here at 
the Humans Mixer. Here at the Humans Mixer, here at Hideaway Bluffs Beach Club. Now let's uh, let's jump to our first submission. I'm just gonna pick one at random. Here we go. Hey, Sid. This is Brendan here in Savannah calling in for the uh, costume contest. One of my favorite summer movies is Weekend at Bernie's, and I just have to go with the obvious and dress up as Bernie for this little mixer that we're having. Um, I like I like I like the character in the movie. I think it's hilarious. He's just kind of lounging around and like no one notices. Um, and that's something I'd, I'd like to incorporate into the party, you know, into the mixer. Like I can just kind of lounge around just, you know, to myself, just taking everything in and, and still have a great time. But yeah. The costume would be sunglasses. Uh, I believe he has like a blue windbreaker kind of deal on uh, a hat, uh, some khakis, and some tennis shoes. So not only, you know, I think it's a funny kind of great idea. It's also, it's just real casual, real comfortable. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with for the, uh, the costume context contest. Thanks. Wow. Brendan and Savannah strong out of the gate. He's dressed tonight as Bernie Lomax, Bernie Lomax from weekend at Bernie's. And, you know, I said it, I said it way back when, humans. It's fun to be, you know, the the quirky, you know, not so obvious character and sometimes in these things. And sometimes it's funny to go right at it, you know? Uh, Patrick Swayze is one of my favorite characters from Ghost. He is, you know, the ghost. Uh, you know, sometimes it's fun to be something subtle, sometimes it's fun to be the big thing. Here's Brendan saying, listen, take it for what it's worth. I'm Bernie. I'm Bernie Lomax. And Brendan, you know, of course I know you personally, but we've we've gotten to know you, us collective humans here at the show, this community that we've that we've formed, that we're still molding, you know. Talk talk about the great American experiment. Well, this is another great experiment, this society we've created and that we're still shaping. And Brendan, you know, as you continue to call in, I, I think we, we get that your vibe is pretty laid back, that you, you could pull off Bernie. You know, you've, you mentioned how the clothes are very relaxed, very comfortable. And in my, if I picture it in my mind, if I close my eyes just enough, I see you. I see you dressed as Bernie Lomax. <laughs> pretending to be dead here at the mixer and it's a great sight a great costume and of course you can really have fun with like flinging your arms onto things like if you need another beer you can fling your arms onto the bar fling them into a cooler uh again great i mean talk about a summer movie that magnifique that is a summer film and I watched Jaws over this weekend. I watched Weekend at Bernie's over this weekend. I watched two-thirds of Weekend at Bernie's post-fireworks when I was really sticking it to my job, which was really just, you know, I mean, it was, I guess. It was probably less productive, but I also felt bad. I didn't feel guilty, but I felt bad. I actually physically felt bad, and I was having trouble focusing. So, 
Two for two on movies I watched over the weekend, Jaws, and, and most of Weekend at Bernie's. Thank you, Britain, for your uh, submission and your con contributions, as always. All right, I'm going to pick another one at random here. Let's go. In fact, though, this one will sound a little choppy at the beginning. It's a submission from Pat in Chicago, and he had a, a regular listener line submission and his costume. And we're going to get to the regular listener line submission next week. So we're just going to go with the costume portion of what Pat had to say. So let's pick it up right there. If we're not too late for a submission here for the summer character from a movie, who would you be? One of my favorite movies, because it reminds me of growing up, is Caddyshack. And I was a caddy for like 10 years. My longest tenure job still to date. Westmoreland Country Club. From the summer after 7th grade to the summer after college. Um, I'd go as Denunzio, who is one of the caddies from Caddyshack. Italian-American, if you will, like, uh, stereotype, which I like to play up from time to time. I have a lot of fun with that. So I'd be wearing a Bushwood Country Club t-shirt, sleeves cut off, tight pants, cigarette in mouth, black golf glove ready to go. And, uh, yeah, when we'd hit the pool... I'd be wearing a nice, slim Speedo trunk, as Denunzio tends to do when he hits the pool on Mondays when the club is closed. That's my submission. Look forward to getting reengaged with the show. And by the way, the intro with Money for Nothing, Dire Straits, really got me going. That was my first show back when I listened to the, the 16th. That intro kind of blew my mind. It was perfectly timed. You harmonized very well on the intro. And then you nailed it with that high energy Friday. So keep that up. Love those type of intros. This is Pat from Chicago signing out. Thanks for doing what you do, Sid. Well, how do you like that, humans? Now, first of all, let's just talk about it. He listened to the episode from a few weeks ago where I started the episode out with a little dire straits money for nothing. Thank you for that, Pat. And thank you for the submission. Wow. So he went Caddyshack. He went Caddyshack, a character known as Denunzio, and uh, the name of the country club there is Bushwood Country Club in the movie. And, you know, great specifics, Pat. Great character, great specifics. I'm looking at a picture of this guy now. You know, that's a movie that I'm not super familiar with. And a lot of people are aghast. When I, when I tell them that. A lot of people are like, what? You like comedy. You like all these things. You don't, you don't know Caddyshack backwards and forwards? You know, it just... It's never quite been my film. But this character looks like a lot of fun. I mean, kind of almost like... Like Pat said, he's kind of given off these... Uh, you know, late 70s sort of Italian-American vibes. He's got this very open, button-down shirt with a nice big collar, black golf gloves, black pants with sort of the... Almost like the kind of pants that Bob Seger is singing about in Night Moves. Tight pants! And uh, he, he might be wearing a high-heeled boot there. I can't quite tell. And Pat, thank you for telling us... 
And of course, cigarette hanging out of the mouth. And a beautiful, beautiful flow. Just great, great hair. Uh, but I like that you pointed out, you know, oh, my swimming trunks, you know, I'm going to wear, I'm going to wear some, uh, a nice slim Speedo-esque trunks. And I'm looking at a photo of, of, uh, Denunzio or Denunzio here from the movie. And, uh, yeah, he's just got, you know, typical black, uh, black Speedo on. And you know what, Pat, thank you for bringing, uh, bringing that up because there is a swimming element here at the mixer by all means you know there, there's there's pools at hideaway bluffs beach club and to think that you'd have to be dry and on land all night during a during a hot summer evening would really just be a shame so that's a that's a great thought for here at the mixer now for our next submission you know i i kind of thought this was going to be an audio Contest. This is an audio medium, but like I've said before and said many times, there's more than one way to participate. Of course, you can call in your submission, you know, record into the voice memo recorder of your smartphone, and then press the share button and send it, of course, to listener line at sydneyhollowshow.com. But you can also send a typed email. And so I kind of thought this contest would be audio only, but I guess I never said that. So this next submission comes from Celeste in Park City and Michael in Park City. Of course, we just heard from Michael uh, last episode. He was deployed on a submarine. He gave us a little bit of uh, context for the great tragedy that was the Titan, the submersible, the tourism submersible. So this is from Celeste and Michael in Park City. Of course, they're married. Celeste is my sister. Michael is my brother-in-law. Happy summer, Sid and humans. Celeste and Michael are donning a couple's costume for the party as the Griswolds in National Lampoon's Vacation, the original, of course. On the day, the original, of course, on the day they finally reach Wally World. Celeste will wear high-waisted white pants with a tan belt and tucked-in button-down, pale pink plaid shirt with the sleeves rolled up to the quarter length. She will have her hair curled and wispy, wear makeup, and carry a hip-length hip, hip purse over the shoulder. She will wear white shoes to match the white pants. Michael will wear a short-sleeve, blue and white plaid button-down shirt with short khaki shorts hitting mid-thigh. The shirt will be tucked into the shorts with no belt, and he will wear brown loafers with no socks showing. He will be clean-shaven with his hair parted to the side. Can't wait to hear everyone's costumes. Thanks, Celeste and Michael. Thank you, thank you. Great submission. Great submission. I wasn't expecting tights, but great submission nevertheless. Again, Pat's gone a certain route. Of the, you know, the quirky character, the unassuming. Oh, I would love to be this guy. I have fun playing this this kind of role sometimes. Brendan and Celeste and Michael have gone right at it. They said, no, this is a this is the main character, but it's a main character worth doing. It's fun. It's summary. I can picture you guys at the mixer. 
I think everyone in the mix is wanting to take pictures with you guys. You know, get over here. I want to take a picture with you guys. I can picture it. And of course, Clark in the end of that one drinks a beer with uh, with the son. I guess the son's name is Russ in that one too. Of course, different actor than uh, in the Christmas one. And the son like finishes the beer after one after Clark only gets one sip. All right, humans. Well, let's uh, let's keep it going and just jump right into the next one. So it's Andy down here in Tampa. Kind of just enjoying some of these cool summer breezes here at the hideaway. It's nice to be with all the other humans. It's good to be in a costume, dressed up. But it's also nice to kind of just be able to share with you as we make our small talk, as the night goes on, as we look around the room at friends, other humans that we know. I wanted to share because we've been captivated by Sydney and the human in-law story of submarines and kind of unfortunately the tragic outcome that had and Sydney I'm really grateful for how you kind of guided us through that with your calming tones and just keeping us you know motivated that there are greater things out there than the bottom of the ocean and as long as we keep living our lives and moving forward we will find them but it made me think about vigils and it made me think about what are some of the best outcomes of vigils that I've experienced in my lifetime? And as we're sitting here in our costumes, dressed up, having fun, passing libations back and forth, I wanted to share with you guys mine. My first one, the Thailand soccer team in the caves. Those little guys held our attention for so long and they were freed and they were pulled out of those caves and out of that flood water. It was an amazing vigil. People had candles lit and we prayed and they brought them out and I was, you know, I was relieved when those kids came up. The second one, which was just crazy to me, was the Chilean miners. I think we all probably remember that. Those Chilean guys had their mine cave in and they had to drill that hole next to them and they brought them up one by one after pumping air down in there. And they were coming out of the ground in these tiny little capsules. And the number one vigil that will always hold my heart and always know that humankind will persevere was little baby Jessica. If you guys all kind of remember little baby Jessica, she was the one who got trapped in the well. And this was before social media and video on your phone. And, you know, you had to tune into Tom Brokaw and, you know, get your nightly updates on what was going on. But those Texans, they got little baby Jessica out of that well. And that was an amazing, amazing story of the human spirit and getting her out of that well. And I just wanted to recap those after, you know, we did lose those tragic lives uh, at the bottom of the ocean. But here we are now. We're kind of celebrating and we're in these costumes and we're looking good. And what my costume is, I look like a camper from Camp North Star. Camp North Star, of course, being the camp in the great Bill Murray 1979 classic, Meatballs. And we're sitting here ending our night, and I just wanted to share with you guys and sing along if you can. But remember the song, the counselor's song. Enjoy. Good morning. Thank you, bro. Know our feelings? Good yeah. morning. <laughs> Always hard feelings. Have a swig. There we go. It's a contagious song. It's a great movie. 1979, the year Andy in Tampa was born, Bill 
Murray's first star and role in major motion picture. Smoke and drink and fool around. We're Nucky Bow. <laughs> We're CITs, counselors in training. CITs, oh pity us. The kids are brats, the food is hideous. We're gonna smoke and drink and fool around. Looking at our North Star CIT. How do we spot the Wow. 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 I've never seen meatballs. I honestly don't even know if I knew what meatballs was. I have to be honest here. Andy in Tampa. What a submission, huh? Boy, didn't he just take us right in? He's, you know, we're at the hideaway. The night's winding down. We're making small talk. We're, we're all looking good. We're in our costumes. Really painted a picture. Really really has his feet on the ground right here in the mixer. You know? Incredible. Incredible. Now, Andy said he's a camper from this camp, from Camp North Star. So, you know, typical stuff that a kid and a young adult would wear. I just looked, I just watched the trailer, humans. Typical stuff that a kid or a young adult might wear in the summertime back in 1979. You know, jean shorts, cotton t-shirts, uh, you know, sometimes some stuff with some buttons and some collars. That was just around back then. So, wow. Well, and then and then to pull this song out here, the CITs, the counselors in training. I went to summer camp. We called them LITs, leaders in training. And, uh... Talk about your unsung heroes. Low pay, you're away from your friends all summer. <laughs> and you're kind of in charge of kids, but kind of not. Woof. <laughs> uh, great song, great singing along. Boy, put us right in the summer mood. Just like you said, we're really popping at the hideaway now. So folks, let's get to the next submission. Shall we? And I should add, this is Truck in Savannah. Sydney, I've got an audio costume submission. And this is a, it's tricky because it's not a summer movie. It's back to school, Rodney Dangerfield. I think his name's something Thornton. Rich guy goes back to school with his kid, partying down. Diving though, it's all about diving. The diving team, the triple Lindy. I mean, the nice sleek red tank top with the red shorts. I mean, what a lovely costume and it screams beach. Could even be a lifeguard. People would be asking you for jellyfish spray if you go to the beach like that. You're so beach ready. But yeah, looking forward to busting out the Triple Indy a couple times this year. All right, man, that's my submission. Have fun. Have fun 
and fun we have had fun we have had that's your last submission folks pretty light pretty light on the participation lots of us well there's lots of us at the mixer there's a few of us mixing myself brendan pat celeste and michael andy and truck what a mixer what a hollow halloween what a summer movie costume contest now there's a couple of little threads that sort of uh that are sort of have caught my eye here just in terms of the general submissions uh well, of course, Truck went main character as well. Truck went main character. Truck went uh, Rodney Dangerfield's character from, from, uh, Jesus, back to the school. Humans, it's hot in my room because I've, I've got the windows closed for ultimate, optimal sound recording. Uh, and, I, and I haven't turned it, you know, plugged in my air conditioner yet. And of course, that would make noise anyway. So, so Humans Truck is, of course, wearing the red bathing suit and the red tank top uh, as worn by Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. But here's a couple of threads. Okay, we got the two Bill Murray movies, Meatballs and Caddyshack. And then we have the two Rodney Dangerfield movies, Caddyshack and Back to School. Now, these are a lot of movies that aren't in my general repertoire. I don't think I've ever seen Back to the Back to School all the way through. I've never seen Meatballs. I've got to watch Meatballs. And I'll get to Back to School. But in the, in, the, in the interest of authenticity, I'm not much of a Rodney Dangerfield guy. That may be, that may be why I never became much of a Caddyshack guy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but just interesting. And then, of course, we have the Lampoons. <laughs> from the couple out there in uh, in Park City. So interesting. Interesting. And humans, this is the part. This is the part of having these contests that I dislike. It's not fun to pick a winner. It's so subjective, you know? Everyone did a great job. There were, you know, if we're gonna if we're going to See, it's not fair, right? It's not fair because so many people listen to this show. And a few participated. So it's unfair to really critique their submissions. Because it's like, hey, man, they they came. You know, they baked some bread. They put in some flour and some yeast and kneaded this thing and made this thing. You know? So it's it's... I feel like it's almost unfair to to review them, but that's also part of it. That's also part of it. Brandon, incredible submission. Uh, Bernie Lomax. <laughs> great character. Great character. I had my own Bernie Lomax moment once when I was in college. Uh, it was like, it was a few days before the fall semester began and those were always great days on campus you know you get back you've got and at least in my case i always worked all summer so i came back and i just had you know fistfuls of cash that i would later blow through uh you know in the coming months but you know it was flush going into that you know those first few days especially of 
just hanging out, nowhere to be yet, and uh, school hasn't started yet. Those were just fun days. I loved going back a couple of days early. Probably what? I'd probably go back about a week early. So I'm back, and I think I've mentioned before, humans, I was I was in a fraternity. And so I was at the house and partying and whatever, and, uh, you know, people one by one went to sleep. And I was like, I'm not tired yet, man. So I was in my room with the door open, just listening to music, and I was wearing uh, mirrored aviator sunglasses, not brand name, not brand name. They were from like a, a uh, I think they were from a rest stop in Maryland called the Maryland House. Anyway, I had these uh, mirrored shades, and it was pretty late, and I was like the last person up. I, maybe people were partying with me at some point. And maybe I don't. Maybe I wasn't even the last one up. Um, but we had a we had a pal named Ted, and Ted lived in Montana, and Ted drove a four door Buick sedan from Montana to Knoxville, and I think with like minimal stops, you know, just powered through. I mean, however many hours that is. And so we got to the fraternity house at like three o'clock in the morning or something, and he heard music. You know, coming from, I lived on the end of, the, of one of the hallways. He heard music coming from the end of the hall. He was like, oh, good. Someone's up, you know. I got back. I was hoping for this grand reception. And, like, everyone's asleep. So he gets to my room. <laughs> and as the story goes, he was just looking at me and his music playing from my stereo from Brookstone. And he's like, Hollis. Hey, Hollis. Hey, what's up? <laughs> And I was totally passed out, like Bernie Lomax, uh, and with the mirrored aviators. <laughs> he said it took him several minutes to realize that I was asleep. <laughs> Classic. So that was my weekend to Bernie's moment. Great pick, Brendan. Uh, next we go to uh, Pat. Pat was, of course, Denunzio from Caddyshack. Painted us a great picture. This kind of... Uh, Travolta-esque caddy, sort of fashionable, seems like he was kind of a ladies' man type guy, even brought a swimsuit to the party. Pat did, of course, by describing that. Now let's put me in there for a second, shall we? I had a pretty great costume myself, Matt Hooper from Jaws, lighthouse keepering, some whiskey or moonshine or who knows what they were up to. I think at some point in the movie... Quint does say that he's uh, made some alcoholic beverage himself. So we go from Pat to our only written submission. And, you know, again, I didn't, I didn't say this was audio only. I didn't say that. I do feel like, you know, that has to be considered that this was uh, written, although it was very well written. Very well written and great descriptions. I mean, I really could picture it. And I guess that's the point here, though, right, humans? Is we're using our imaginations. Whether you paint the picture with voice or word. Hmm. Still sticks out a little bit to me. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. And again, it's not even fair for me to be reviewing these because you guys actually took the time and put yourselves out there. And it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to be vulnerable. Moving on to Andy in Tampa. Andy in Tampa. You know, Andrew in Tampa until recently. Now Andy in Tampa. Wow. 
So he starts out and just, you know, never hurts to compliment the host. Never. And, you know, he said, great, you know, that we, that I helped get you guys through the tough, uh, you know, the world was watching. The world was watching, waiting, listening for news of the Titan. And he pointed out a couple of other times when we've all stood vigil. You know, when we've when we've been awake, when we've been, you know, in some cases praying, in some cases, uh, you know, lighting candles. And the vigils that we've been through over the years, and of course the Chilean miners. <laughs> and the soccer team stuck in the cave. That was crazy. And of course, baby Jessica. That one scared me. I was young enough to where that scared me. You know, Andrew pointed out he was born in 79. I was born in 81. That one, that one more frightened me than brought me peace. And I think, I think, you know, kind of depends on the household you grow up in sometimes. I think our folks kept like adult, quote unquote, adult things to themselves at our house. And then we would like go hear about them at school. So I think like we weren't even talking about baby Jessica at home. And then I'd like heard about this thing at school. I was like, oh God, this sounds terrifying. <laughs> anyway, you know, never hurts to compliment the host. And hey, you know, I guess we got through this thing together. And then, and then only then does Andy in Tampa reveal that he's a camper from Meatballs. And then he includes this audio. I mean... You know, didn't quite, again, again, it's unfair for me to review, didn't quite describe his costume. Although created such a scene, such a, really described what this mixer was like, really described what this mixer was like. That, you know, the costume got overlooked a little bit, just said he was a camper. And then gave us the song. I mean, this... This had a production element to it. It had some excitement. It ended with him kind of whooping it up and getting hyped and saying, Happy Fourth of July. You know, we, we, we don't praise the great American experiment as much as we should, humans. Of course, sometimes we go through times in this country where we feel sad for what our democracy has become. We feel sad for the way our, you know, our fellow countrymen act. We feel sad for the way that groups are treated. But there's still nowhere else I'd rather be. There's still nowhere else I'd rather be. And I got a little verklempt. Verklempt? Verklempt? When I was watching fireworks the other night. Thinking about the anniversary of the Great American Experiment. Which we are still in. Which we are still in. So great submission, Andy, a great submission. And then, of course, we come to truck. <laughs> Classic. You know, the same way we've gotten to know Brendan and his laid-back attitude from his many submissions. And we're, and we're learning the ins and outs of Andy as well. You know, really, really uh, starting to hear the way his brain ticks a little bit. We're learning a few things about truck. Likes to bunk the system. Says, hey, you're having a summer movie contest? Well, I'm going to get right up against it. I'm going to get right up against what a summer movie is. But I'm going to tell you it's not a summer movie. 
I found myself thinking, I'm going to have some judgment calls to make today. I thought people are going to submit movies that may or may not be a summer film. And hopefully in their submission, they'll justify it. You know? Uh... There's just certain movies out there. Take Jurassic Park, for instance. It's not particularly set in the summer, I don't think, but it's on a tropical island, so it feels summery. And it was a summer blockbuster. Um, and they seem to release the other ones in the summer, if memory serves me correctly. So you could make an argument there that that's a summer movie. That's if you were willing to make that argument. <laughs> But our boy Truck, God bless him, he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not going to say this is a movie called Back to School where it's like, well, it's coming off the heels of the summer. And, uh, you know, it's, it's about swimming. It could be a summer movie. I mean, he kind of made those illusions, but he starts it right out of the gate saying, this isn't a summer movie. But, you know, <laughs> just like America is an experiment, so is this. So is this society we're building, and that's just one of our, one of our members, you know, love him or hate him. And I did like that you said there's, uh, is there really such a thing as jellyfish spray? We just don't have enough uh, jellyfish, you know, knock on wood, of course, jellyfish up this way for them to be of a concern uh, here in the waters that we bathe in, in the New York City area, and on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, is that something some one does on the barrier islands of Georgia? One can go to the uh, to the lifeguard after they've been stung by a jellyfish and ask for some spray. Maybe it maybe it calms the pain. Maybe it makes the inflammation subside, the rash kind of feel better. But anyway, humans, I have a tough decision to make. Uh, hardest part of these damn contests people put in the work people get excited about it I'm excited about it I've been, I've been on the edge of my seat all week waiting for these to roll in and of course when I was watching Jaws I was like who am I who am I who am I I'm excited too damn it I want to be in this contest <sighs> listen to this labored breathing humans I just, I hate this part. And you know, I always say, this isn't just my show. It's our show. The hideaway belongs to everyone. I happen to have the most access to the microphone. I happen to have the sound editing software. I happen to have the website where the podcast is hosted. But it's all of our show. But for those reasons, my name's on the marquee. And I guess for those reasons, I'm also uh, run the contests. And I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm sweating up a storm. I look like <laughs> I look like Martin Sheen in the beginning of Apocalypse. Now I'm sweaty, and I don't even have a fan fan going. My fan will be going as soon as I hit stop on this recording. But you know, my name's. My name's on the marquee because I the the you know the extra that I contribute to the show, but we all contribute to it. It's all our show, and for that reason, I guess I decide the winners of the contest too. And you know what? Tonight, the winners are the people that dressed up at the mixer. 
Give yourself a round of applause. All five submissions are winners. That's Brendan. That's Pat. That's Celeste and Michael as a combo. That's Andy. That's Truck. Uh, myself excluded. You guys all win. You all win because, first of all, you made my day. You made the mixer the mixer. And you all are going to win 14-ounce Yeti coffee cup with the Sydney Hollis Show sunset logo on it. Sid, you're being crazy. Well, you know what? Maybe it's the heat. Maybe it's the good mood I'm in. Maybe it's summertime, baby. But I know, I know, I know these people are going to cherish these. And frankly, it's going to be fun to lighthouse keepers some, some beers or some Malibu rum or whatever it is you guys are going to lighthouse keeper out of these mugs. All the people at home that didn't participate. What? Well, you know, if you guys all had it, I couldn't have given out 20 mugs. I can, I can give out five mugs. Celeste and Michael, you submitted as a couple. You're going to have to share a mug. Well, I'll participate next time. Well, yeah, I, I don't. This might be a one-time thing where everyone just everyone just gets a mug. Now, like I've said before, I'm going to figure out a way to sell these on the website, humans. People have expressed interest in joining the mug club. We have five new members tonight. Five new members. Picture us at the mixer right now. Of course, myself included. And Celeste and Michael count as two, so there'd be seven of us right now. Standing around, kind of where the bar becomes a dance floor. I don't know if we're inside or out anymore. And there we are, all with our first cheers with our new mugs. Humans, these will be for sale soon at sydneyhollishow.com. In fact, when I place this order, I'm going to figure out how to, uh, how to pull that off. So stay tuned, because you may be able to join the Mug Club sooner than you thought. And the only way to do that is to keep listening to the Sydney Hollis Show every Friday. Thank you guys for participating. Guys, thank you for listening. You know, these guys get special kudos because they participated. But thanks, everyone, for listening. We are part of a community here. And I know people get busy. It was a holiday weekend. So, you know, don't don't beat yourselves up too badly. But uh, thanks, guys. That was a lot of fun. Please picture me as Matt Hooper. <laughs> Stay tuned to figure out how to get your mug. Congrats to the new Mug Club members. Have a great summer. Have a great summer season. See you right back here next week. Peace and love. Peace and love.